is the Life with Cheese podcast. I'm Malia. And I'm Andi. We're just two besties trying to figure shit out. And we're here to bring you the cheesy truth with a little spice, a little nice, and a whole lot of funk. This is where when we want to get shreddy, we don't sacrifice the chetty. And when we think we can't even, we like totally literally do. So we can be the big cheese in every area of our lives. Let's break bread and cut the cheese together, ladies. Okay, so let's go. Cheese and stretchy pants required. Bras optional. So no one told you life was gonna be this way. Your job's a joke, you're broke. Your love life's DOA. It's like you're always stuck in second gear. When it hasn't been your day, your week, your month, or even your year, but I'll be there for you when the rain starts to pour. I'll be there for you like I've been there before. I'll be there for you because you're there for me too. Welcome. Welcome to episode 7. 2019. Oh my gosh. Becky, look, look at, at that it. year. Oh. <laughs> I like the turn that took. Oh my what gosh, your meme that I saw was that this morning? Which where it was one? like something about Bar- Barbara Walters. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to have call Barbara Walters to host the ball drop next year so she can say. This is I'm Barbara Walters and this, this is, is 2020. 2020. I love that. <laughs> It needs to happen. I think it really should happen. I think it'll get around. I think it'll probably happen. I hope so. I was hoping whenever yeah. I saw it. So these are the important things in life. I know. Speaking of important things in life, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Because I feel like talking about that today. <clears throat> so I do. I actually do have a New Year's resolution. And, you know, this is one that I'm a little hesitant to say, but I'm just going to say it. I... Resolute. <laughs> Is that a word? Resolve? I, I resolve to say... I. My resolution is <laughs> to say, fuck it more. Okay, elaborate. <laughs> I get it. I get it, but I think we need more, more explanation. Yes. So, all in all, just long story short, I uh, am a recovering perfectionist. And I place a lot of value, um, probably to an unhealthy degree, on how uh, clean my house is or what my outfit is or just these things that don't necessarily, shouldn't dictate how I feel about myself as a person. Because you can still be uh, worthy of love and have dirty floors. (laughs) So, um, instead of having things that would generally cause me maybe to react or have anxiety, uh, I am literally going to say, fuck it. I love it. If there's dishes in the sink, uh, and sometimes that happens, I'm just going to let them sit there for a little longer than what makes me comfortable. Mm Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Good. And uh, I believe you've been practicing a little bit yeah. throughout maybe the end of December. Oh, yeah. Because I heard you say fuck it a couple of times. Yes. <laughs> I said it a lot. And you know what? <laughs> I still love you. <laughs> 
So yeah, I was giving it a practice run to make sure that it um, was something that I wanted to pursue because sometimes when you set goals, you do, um, some people can set goals that almost make them feel, I don't know, what am I trying to say? Like, like they're ashamed of a part of themselves, so they need to set a goal. Yeah. Rather than have it be like an empowering goal that excites them. So mm-hmm. I tried it on for size, and it felt really great. I know, and guess what? Like, I could walk around your house barefoot, and <laughs> there might be dog hair on my feet, but... There might be. And you know what? I don't know. You know why? You, do you know why I don't know if there's actually dog hair on my feet when I walk around your house barefoot? Because you don't care. Because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Although there but might be I a broken ornament on the bottom of yeah, your feet. There might be blood everywhere. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, so um, what's yours? So I am doing something different this year. Uh, I'm picking a non-physical goal, kind of like you, a non-fitness-related like whatever. Um, and I have two main ones. Okay. So the first one is I'm going to be, I'm going to work on being 10 minutes early everywhere to every appointment because I've got this thing that happens where if I need to be somewhere, no, I'm not really there on time usually. Um, and normally I, it, it causes a lot of tension uh, a lot of situational anxiety. I wouldn't call it worry. I wouldn't call it anxiety. But, you know, it's like you're stressing out because you got to get out the door. And you're like, man, this the world is doing this to me because, you know, I know I woke up late. Mm-hmm. But, like, oh, now I'm mad at everybody. And now I'm hitting every red light and those lights are out to get me. Every red <laughs> light. I'm like, big brother is watching me. <laughs> so... I'm going to be working on that, and I'm going to work towards, and I'm going to explain my verbiage, because there's a reason I'm using the type of verbiage that I am. Um, We'll get into that. But I'm going to be working towards becoming a semi-minimalist this year, which basically means not a pack rat anymore. Mm. So, there we have it. I've got a lot of stuff. I've got a really um, strong habit of finding sentimental value in like literally everything. If you show me a pair of fuzzy socks, I will find you a reason why I'm going to keep them. And I have moved several times, many, many times, and I always have a full sock drawer. (laughs) That's one example. (laughs) I actually didn't know this about you. Oh, yeah. Like I had no idea. You know what's really interesting to think about just because I was like, how did I not know this about her? I don't know that I've spent a ton of time in your dwelling. Yeah. Like, because I don't invite anybody into my current... You've many places. Mm-hmm. And I haven't... Well, we were like... Oh, we yeah. were in a long-distance friendship I for know. quite some time. So, obviously. And then you were up north, and even in, when you were in Houston. So, that's just funny yeah. to me. That and I now you have a spare bedroom that's mine. Exactly. Only, only mine. Only no one else has claimed it. It is... Mine. People have tried. But people I tell have, them. People have tried, and I know who you are. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, I've, I've always, I'm always moving somewhere far away, except not anymore. Um, so yeah, I mean, hopefully, whenever I'm in my next place, this will not be an issue. 
-hmm. And mainly because I don't want to have to pay a bunch of movers to move all my stuff because I don't want to have that much stuff. So I have questions. Okay. I'm going to go back to your first resolution of being 10 minutes early to your appointments. (laughs) What do you consider an appointment? So work, (laughs) going to work, um, things like what we're doing right now. Okay. Couldn't really do anything about it today because I left as soon as I could. <laughs> left work as soon as I could. I was like, can you come now? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> um, any 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 engagement that I've got, anything, like okay. a birthday party. Well, like a, a toddler's birthday party. I don't want to be the first one there because, you know, you got to mingle. Okay, that's another thing. <laughs> I got to learn how to mingle. <laughs> you just outed yourself. <laughs> Uh, but I want her to have friends, so I guess I'll learn how to mingle for the sake of my daughter. Um, but anything that requires a start time, so 10 minutes before the start time of something would be great. Okay. Um, because it, I want to, I, I do, I have a deep respect for other people, but my punctua- punctuality or lack thereof in some cases shows otherwise, and I don't like that because it reflects badly on me. It wastes their time like got it so yeah it's I think it'll it'll like ripple effect into every area of my life so yeah I think that's awesome thanks okay so your second resolution of being a semi I always want to say semi and then it makes me think of other things (laughs) it's okay semi sweet chocolates oh yeah um (laughs) so Okay, I know you said you don't, next time you move, you don't want to have to hire movers to move all this stuff. Um, Do you think you, like, what is the underlying reason you have a sentimental attachment to things? So, the thoughtfulness behind gifts. So, like, if I, okay, say my parents go on a vacation and they get me a shirt from where they went. I have a very hard time donating those things, getting rid of it. Like, very hard time because mm-hmm. I feel like it would be like, hey, didn't really care about this. Even if it's been oh. like 10 years, like, yeah. I, I have so much of everything from every point. Do you have a fear that one day they'll be like, hey, do you still have that shirt? Yes. And you're like, no, I burned it. Yes. <laughs> no, honestly, like, they're, they're actually, that actually happened one time. Um, like, I was trying to figure out what to wear, and I think my mom was like, hey, what about that shirt we got you from Jamaica? And I, I think I still had it, or maybe I'd gotten rid of it or something, but that thought came up where I'm like, what if I didn't have it still? Then I'd hurt her feelings. Yeah. You know, it's dumb. It's dumb. <clears throat> but there's, you know, and it's like cool things like, like different, like wraps from like islands and like. Yeah. Thing, okay. My name is not common. So if there's something that's monogrammed with my name, forget it. I'm never getting rid of it. Oh. I think I've done it one time, but I was like, you know, it's going to be funny because somebody's going to be shopping at the Goodwill and they're going to be like, I know who's this one, <laughs> which is fine. I don't care, but like, it's just funny. Um, but yeah, but also like pictures and yeah, pictures I'm probably never going to get rid of, but like cards, like birthday cards, anything that was, that is 
was given to me, I have a hard time getting rid of it. No matter what. Hmm. Even if so, there's like a sort of, sort of like irrelevant memory to it. It's like, I don't know. Right. I think that I'm literally the opposite of that. Uh. Um, and maybe it hasn't gotten me in trouble yet because <laughs> I like, like that. I actually like that part about me, but I'm someone who, even if I know I'll need that next year, I don't want it right now and I'll get another one next year. Yeah. So I throw things away um, because I feel better with less stuff because mm-hmm. clutter causes, here it is, I yeah. give in to my anxiety. But but that's, I feel like in that situation. When you have space for like right. other things to come into your life, like you're not going to get that with clutter. Right. Like, Exactly. Clutter is just clutter. So when it comes to gifts, I can see that. But I honestly have learned to like receive the, what the gift means and hold on to that in my heart and in my mind and let go of the physical object. So mm-hmm. I, and I don't, that's probably just been easy for me because I don't like stuff. And so I read a card and I love getting them. And then I throw them away. So. Immediately. Yeah. Okay. So um, Gia's teachers, uh, I gave, <laughs> I gave all nine teachers in the school teacher gifts. <laughs> and so I'm getting nine thank you cards. And I threw one away two days ago, I think. And I was like, all right. Here, like, it wasn't even her main teacher. And I still was like, oh, I feel so bad. I want to go say sorry tomorrow that I threw away the card. But. I mean, I'm working on, like, cards, I think, is my first step. Yeah. Because. Yeah, that's a good place to start. Did you get any, like, Christmas people's family Christmas cards and stuff? I think so. I think so. And I haven't thrown any away. (laughs) But that's, like, a larger challenge because people's faces that you care about are on them. Yeah. (laughs) And I think this goes back to, like, my parents have so... So much, like, memorabilia. Yeah. That's the right word. But, like, so many memories um, that, you know, they could pull out a birthday card from my second birthday, I'm sure. Oh, wow. And I think that is so cool, just as a 30-year-old woman right now, like, being able to look back and, like, ah, but then what's the use? Right. After that, what is the use? But I, I love that feeling of being able to look back and, like, you know, when we were cleaning out my granddad's house, they're not cleaning it out, but like going through looking for something, we came across so much stuff. So this is obviously runs in my family. Yeah. But we came across so much history and um, it's all very important stuff, but you know, it's, it's just, I don't know what I'm going to want to see in right. 30 years. So you're going to really be tested, especially not, this has probably started to happen already, but when your daughter is in school and making Dude. like art projects Dude. all the time and she brings them home and you're Dude oh. already <laughs> already I've got a bag full of scribbles. And she's got and so many years so to cute. go. <laughs> I know so many years to go. I know. I've actually gotten um pretty good about that when it comes to like things that she draws on at home. But when it's like at school, I'm like it, yeah, okay, yes, still have some stuff from when I was in kindergarten, and I know exactly where it is. I think if you kept, some, like, like five every year or something, or, like, your top three every year, mm-hmm. like, the Mother's Day card she makes you would yeah. probably be one, and then, you know, any sort of, I don't know, 
the most sentimental things, I guess. Mm -hmm. And that's what my mom did. Like, I don't have a ton of stuff, but there's probably three, like, fifth grade papers I did or something that she's still got. And I can, and that is fun to look back on, but maybe that's why I am the way that I am is because my mom was never, like, she doesn't get, um, she doesn't attach a ton of meaning meaning to physical objects. Mm-hmm. She's a very sentimental, loving person. But when she moves from a house, she's not sad. She's able to be excited about yeah, the future. That's, that's really big. So <clears throat> it's probably like kind of where I get it. I, she doesn't have a lot of stuff. But that's like more incentive for you to make progress on this resolution, right? Because Gia is going to model what you do. I know. Oh, dude. Dude, she, yeah, very, very quickly she is. Um, and something that you said when you started talking about how you throw away things, like mm-hmm. if you, if you, okay, what you said was, if I know that I'm going to want it next year, but I don't want it now, I get rid of it. That is an abundance mindset because you know that it's oh. not gone forever. Like True. it's, it's not something that you can't. So I have... Yeah struggled with a scarcity mindset for like as long as and I think that's that's probably the root of this is a scarcity mindset of like oh my gosh I'm what if I need this is also what I do what if I need what what if I fit into these pants again right like I gotta have the pants because I don't want to I don't want to have to go and spend more money on pants I already have these pants right so that scarcity mindset that is such a good point yeah like if you have that scarcity mindset then you, it, it's like the last supper mindset. I have to eat this entire cake right now because I might never get cake again. Yes. I mean, oh that's, my a, God. that's like a silly thing to say because you could literally get in your car and go get cake at any time, mm-hmm. you know? And, okay, yeah, I think that that it's we felt tangent, pretty, but, or, uh, yeah, a little bit, but not. But not, it's just like not all, irrelevant. It all kind of ties in together to where you have to realize that, the way most of us live, like we're privileged in the sense that we don't, there is, there's no reason for a scarcity mindset because we can go get and obtain whatever we want pretty much at any time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just like diet when you're dieting down for a show and you get a cheat meal or a right. cheat item, like, like you want to like gorge on it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, because it's going to be a whole week before I can ever have it. Or, oh my God, I'm in the last, like, four weeks, no more cheats. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's why, like, like any sort of deprivation when it comes to, I mean, food specifically, is that, that mindset of feeling deprived is not healthy for most. Because if you know you can eat, in moderation, what you want at any time when you're empowered to choose when you want it, then you don't feel the need to have it. Like, I'll never allow myself to do this again, so let me have this entire bag of Doritos and then handfuls of cereal. So good. good. That is stale. Still good. It's just (laughs) so good. And I'm going to make all of these taquitos. I'm in. But yeah, so yeah, <laughs> scarcity mindset, abundance mindset, real things. Yeah. So all this talk about New Year's resolutions, um, and I think we all know that there's 
negative connotation in New Year's resolutions. I think more people than not, when I've asked them if they have one or what their New Year's resolution is, I'm met with eye rolls. I'm met with, oh, I am just, like, if I did that, I'd set myself up for disaster, for failure. And why is that? Like, why? Why is there such a negative connotation around New Year's resolutions? What do you think? Doesn't it feel like that's just been like the last few years that it's like a trendy to be like, screw you, negative re- resolutions. Yeah, I'm rolling my eyes at New Year, New Me. Like, yeah, exactly. Okay. Which, there's there's a, a part, a slice of cheese of that that <laughs> okay, I good. get. <laughs> that, <in. laughs> um, that I get. I understand where that's coming from. But I think that people in the past have set unrealistic goals that um they they have this uh history of not achieving their goals or as they see it failing and so to to equate setting a goal equaling failure that is so messed up like, duh, you don't want a New Year's resolution. <laughs> exactly. If you, if in your mind when you set a goal, you are dooming yourself to fail from that moment on, then of course you're failing mm-hmm. and of course you don't want to set a New Year's resolution. And it is entirely up to you to empower yourself, whether that's through choosing the right goal or through just believing in yourself. Or leaning on the belief of others. It's totally up to you. Mm -hmm. So like any... I mean, this podcast may not even change your mind. Right. (laughs) If you're not ready. I think that there... I'm all for that mindset of don't wait until Monday. Don't wait until the start of a year to like make a change. I get that. And so people are like, I don't need a new year to like make changes. Great. But at the same time... If it feels like it's a fresh start and it empowers you to leave the baggage of any past ick behind, mm-hmm. give into that. Yeah. I say. It's a landmark. Yeah. Like, totally. It's cool, y'all. It's cool. I don't wait Do until it. 2019 to set goals either. Like, a new year to roll over to set goals either, but... It's a nice trigger, too. Yeah, totally. If it's a... It provides you this platform to kind of launch from, mm-hmm. then... I think go for it. And like Malia said, like you said, it's just, it's different for everyone. So you have to know you. But I think step one is setting yourself up for success when you're setting goals. So making them almost so ridiculously easy and attainable that it builds confidence. Mm -hmm. So if your goal is to read more, literally saying I want to read two pages a day of something is it almost sounds silly, mm-hmm. but it's so incredibly doable yeah. that it if you achieve it, or even even that might feel overwhelming every single day, but like two pages, three days a week. Yeah. If you can do that, then when you accomplish that, you're like, okay, that's one little notch of evidence that I can achieve a goal and it builds confidence. And then you set another small goal and then another one and your goals get bigger and bigger over time as your confidence grows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like the two page thing. Why would I choose two pages? Well, if you're reading zero pages, right, then it's just a little bit more than you're doing now. Mm -hmm. And like, that's your jumping off point. Yeah. So, attainable goals. So, something that you know that is not going to make you feel like 
you're going to fail. So big, big word is attainable. That's a big word. That's huge. Huge word. Um, also, don't go into it blind. So with me, with me, okay, hold on. Do, 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 do. Skiddly dee da da. Oh, okay, we're doing good. <laughs> so with me, it's day four into January. Mm-hmm. And I, if you want to know, on my two resolutions, I have failed miserably. <laughs> miserably. I've woken up late every single day. I have uh, accumulated a few things. We're going to do a little bit. I'm doing okay. I'm the second one. I'm doing okay. But I have not made headway like I would like to. And I was like, this morning, I'm like, you know, why is that? Why? They're attainable. They're things that I really want and need to do. And now is the time. I feel it in my bones. It's time to do these things. And that's because I haven't made a plan or scheduled my day for the first one in a way that's going to allow me to be early places. Yeah. Um, I've been very lax on myself. Um, not in a, uh, not in a like, hey, it's fine way, but like, a, oh my God, Malia, get your shit together. <laughs> like, go to bed <laughs> so you can wake up. Um, so big thing is planning and like, like a game plan for yourself. Yeah. Like for you... Your fuck it plan, like what, what is your plan for that? Do you have one other than like following your intuition of like, fuck it. <laughs> okay. I feel like I must say this right Which now. Which that actually might, might just work for you. Um, yeah, almost like not overthinking for me is the challenge. Um, but I think that I have to live be really aware and live in the moment so once my if my anxiety gets too high then I emotionally react so I almost have to check in with myself on a regular basis so that way you know if I'm if I'm scaling my anxiety from a 1 to a 10 10 being like it's overflowing if I allow it to get to a 6 or a 7, I'm at a 10 before I know it and no logic can reason otherwise, mm-hmm. right? Like reason with me. So if I feel myself getting to a 3, I need to implement the techniques that help me in order to keep it low rather than allowing it to creep up too high. So if I, I kind of remind myself what my goals are, I breathe, I take things slower, I, re- I tell myself that my, my worth is not in, uh, in line with how certain things are in my life, um, those types of things, kind of mindfulness techniques. So that way, I am constantly kind of working on it, not just, oh, it's popped up and fuck it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's a constant <laughs> soft fuck it. <laughs> Not one hard bucket. <laughs> We're going to put explicit on this episode. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, what's that song? Sometimes she... you. <laughs> what is it? Tenacious D. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I could probably 
We're, we're going to figure out how to put a clip of that in here. That would be perfect. Don't always have to fuck her hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Back sometimes. That's not right to do. I hope no one important listens to this. Sometimes you got to make some love. Wow. I have to make love to my life. And fucking give it some smooches too. I do. All night long. All day long. Can um, we keep this in? <laughs> yeah. That's why we can. Um, can. Can we? Keep can it we? in? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> We're not getting sponsored. No. No sponsors. That's fine. That's cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah. So that's kind of my plan. But yeah. Not overthinking is empowering for me because I'm an overthinker. So when I plan too much, I'm actually giving in to the anxiety Mm -hmm. when really I need to fuck it. (laughs) We're 12, or I'm 12. I'm I'm 14, Malia. You're 12. (laughs) You're an older woman. Um, Yeah, so good plan. Very good. Very good Bits of cheese there. Ooh, a that was it. A curd. That's what I was thinking. A, new, a curd. nugget. Nuggets. That was a fat curd there. Mm, nuggets. God, I'm gonna barf. That sounds gross. <laughs> 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 um. So yeah. So pick something realistic, easy, and attainable that you know is not gonna make you feel like a failure come January 4th. Oh, and resiliency. Like you said, you, it's day four and you're like, "Mm, I've woken up late every day. Okay. If you're, that doesn't mean you're a shit person or you're a bad person or you don't deserve success. No, I'm just reminding you of that. (laughs) Good. Um, but when you're resilient and you're able to be like, okay, well, why is this happening? What in the world? (laughs) And then you, (laughs) you, Assess it, figure out what's going to make it better, and then implement it. Yes. You don't beat yourself up for the next 11 and a half months. Yeah. And you don't give up on January 31st. You don't wait for Barbara Walters. Oh my gosh. In 2020. You know what? My New Year's resolution is to start my New Year's resolution when Barbara (laughs) Walters says it's 2020. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I hope that happens. Um, What is the magic... The magic ingredient, though, to all of this, I'll give you a hint. It's accountability. (laughs) (laughs) So scream your goals from the rooftops. So, yeah. So some people people get motivated um, to stay on track by posting it on social media or telling the world somehow. But sometimes, so you got to know yourself. Sometimes that deters you. I know that in, in, in the past, whenever I, like, say a goal, a big goal on Facebook or something, and then I get off track, that's when I disappear. Yeah. So sometimes it doesn't work, but sometimes it does. So well, we'll find okay. a buddy. You know that meme? I think it's a meme. I probably know it. I feel like it's a meme. It should be a meme. If not, it would um, But it's it's one that's like, um, you know, keep... Make your goals and keep quiet and focused. Oh, yeah. Don't like blah, blah, blah. Succeed in silence yeah, or, or something. Whatever. I think that's complete and utter BS. Um, while I don't think you need to scream it from the rooftops, you need to tell another soul other than your own. Yeah. Okay, you have to. It doesn't mean... Clap for your damn self. It, it, Isn't that yeah. the last thing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do that too. It, yeah. I mean, please. But <laughs> accountability is accountability. It doesn't mean you have to post it to everyone, but it does mean you need someone else. You have to, 
declare your goals out loud to some thing. Mm-hmm. Good way to connect if you pick somebody to be your accountability partner that you don't necessarily always talk to. Yeah. Um, because. You're not as vulnerable. You don't, they don't know like your past habits. They don't know necessarily like, um, they won't hold a lot against you, which that's not to say that people that you already know hold, hold Would, a lot against you, yeah. but, um, they you almost know. might not be so forgiving of it either. Like, it's okay. Like, show yourself grace. Like, sometimes you need some tough love from, yeah. from an outsider. Yeah. Go in blind to, to a new relationship. Yeah. Like, friendship. Um, so yeah, accountability, however that looks for you, that's big because you need to know that you're not just gonna get off scot-free. Okay? That's right, cause we see you and we're after you. And if you want us to be your accountability partner, please, uh, rate and star this podcast and then send us an EM or slide into our DMs. Ian means email. <laughs> I could tell you my screen name. You can slide right on in to our DMs. Are we talking about your resolution? I think maybe we are. <laughs> so that's pretty much it. And if you have no idea what to choose, okay, very choose last thing. Me. Choose me. Choose us, please. Your New Year's resolution is to listen to the Life with Choose podcast. Every day. Every single day. If you don't. We know it. <laughs> we we can track analytics. We can see by it. IP address. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so if you have no idea what to choose, I mean it's day four. I mean by the time this gets released, I don't know, it might be March. Who knows? But <laughs> what do you want to be or achieve or do before you die? What? There's got to be something. If you're drawing a blank, there's got to be something. Pick mm-hmm. a little bit of whatever one of those things is that's your resolution that you is one of the things so if you have no idea you're like i don't know i've got everything do you have anything else that you want to do before you croak or what don't you want kick do? the bucket i don't want to stop being a b to people <laughs> like maybe that's <laughs> actually stand up for yourself <laughs> that's a good uh, one i want to not be a doormat <laughs> so yeah you got something to work with no matter what because you're not dead. You're not. This one's full of But accidents. surviving is not living. I know. I've got a lot of people talking to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, New You. New You, New Me, New Us, New You, New Cheese. New Tats. New Tats. <laughs> About, wait, Tats? Tats or tits? tits. (laughs) Both. Hell. Okay. All right, guys. Enjoy this um, outro. Okay, bye. Peace. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for connecting with us on the Life with Cheese podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it'd mean so much to us if you'd share it with someone you love so we can be one step closer to helping trillions of women own their cheesiest selves. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at lifewithcheeseplease. And remember, you are the big cheese in all areas of your life.